Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What would you do if you found out that your older sister was actually your biological mother? Well, unfortunately for this man, that is exactly what happened to him. I, a 19-year-old man, recently found out that my older sister, who is 34, is actually my biological mother. My older sister and I, let's call her Rose, have had a great relationship since I was a baby. We were raised with an amazing adoptive family and she's always taken care of me. I grew up in a very warm and loving environment, but from what I was told, I was lucky. I was told the story of how me and my sister had two drug addict parents who never took care of us. They never bothered feeding us and used to leave us at a junkie friend's house for days to go out partying. When my mum was pregnant with me, she smoked and got drunk. Luckily, I turned out pretty fine. A lot of the time when I was a baby, my sister was the only one who took care of me when i was two months old they left us both in a mall and left we got help from an old couple who also turned into our adoptive family and we contacted the police but my parents went out the house which looked like a homeless cave we never saw them again and after several months in foster care the couple that helped us throughout the whole way by the way agreed to adopt us Today, I'm 19 and Rose is 34. I still live with my adoptive family and Rose lives about 20 minutes away, so I come and visit her at least three to four times per week. So a couple of months ago, my friend offered me to take a DNA test to find some information about my heritage, since my sister doesn't speak about that much. After the results came in, I found out some pretty interesting things, like being 50% Ashkenazi Jew. I found out later that I had an aunt who was 33 in the system. I immediately reached out to her, let's call her Janet, and we agreed to meet in person. All that without telling Rose a thing. When we met up, I could see that we have some similar characteristics, like same hair color and same eyes. We tried to figure things out, so I asked her if she had a brother or sister, and she told me that when she was 13, her 14-year-old sister got pregnant while being drunk with her junkie boyfriend, and a month after giving birth, she ran away with the baby after some pretty intensive fights with their parents. They never found her and stopped looking after one and a half years. I connected the dots. I asked to see a picture of her, so we went to her parents' house. Mum wasn't home and father died three years ago. When I saw the picture, I knew this was Rose, 100%. Rose is my mum. We were never abandoned. We didn't have junkie parents and she fabricated the entire thing to me and our adoptive family. I immediately gave Janet a hug and told her that it's too much for me right now and I asked her to keep it a secret for now. I went to my best friend's house, told him everything, and for a week now I've been sleeping over at his place. I told my parents and sister that I'm at his house because he bought a new game that we've both wanted for a long time, and I avoided talking to Rose much. I can't look it in the eyes right now, let alone tell her that I know the truth. What the heck am I supposed to do? How should I handle this? 
Should I tell her I know? Alright then, not wasting any time, let's get straight into the updates. So, after a week of avoiding Rose, I went to her house with a picnic basket by surprise so I'd have a chance to speak with her. She was happy to see me and I told her to sit down because we need to talk. I started things with saying that I know that she has a secret that she's been hiding from me for years. Her face turned red and she started crying like heck. She knew what I was talking about. I told her the story about the DNA test, about Janet's, and basically what I told you guys in my last post. Well, after she calmed down a bit, she told me the truth. She told me how she got drunk at a party and slept with one of the jerks who does nothing but weed every day. He didn't really care about a future kid and was like, yeah, whatever. Apparently, she found out that 10 years ago, he was stabbed in prison after sitting for drug dealing, assault, and armed robbery. She told me how her mother used to convince her father to try and talk her out of the idea of keeping the baby. They would constantly fight with her. When I was born, they told her on the spot that she'd brought shame on the family and they will not help raise me in any way, meaning that she'd have to work to have money for her baby and some for herself. After a couple of months of learning from her friends and juggling between working and taking care of me, she had a huge fight with her parents and told them that if they're not helping financially and barely in any sort of way, she and me are better off without them. As they sent her to her room, she escaped in the middle of the night, hitchhiked to a neighboring country, and by morning, she was there already. She tried to take care of me for a few days. She found an old abandoned house that used to have homeless people coming around every now and then, and she took me to the mall when I started crying. She started crying too. The couple that adopted us immediately came to our aid and asked if we lost our mother. Rose jumped on the opportunity and came up with a story and an alias. The police figured out that we're not in the system for multiple reasons. We were raised in foster care for a year and a half until the couple that helped us decided to make the effort and adopt us so we wouldn't be separated. It took them a few months and a couple of lawyers, but they managed to adopt us both. Rose knew all along that her parents were looking for her. They came to their senses after a day or two. She reached out to them and told them in a letter that she is fine and is taking care of herself and me. She's not homeless and found a nice couple to help her with the baby. She made it clear to them that she is never coming back and they should stop looking. And a month after, they stopped. A few years later, her father went on a quest to find her after she turned 18, secretly. After so much time searching, he found her and apologized. And after a while, she forgave him and kept secretly in touch. He actually met me a few times and I knew him as one of Rose's old friends from the park. He helped a few times and apparently they'd meet up once every two months secretly. Ironically, I'm glad I got to know him before he passed, even if I didn't know who he really was. By the way, my adoptive family never found out about the whole thing. Wow, I guess you're probably now out of their adoption given that you're both over the age of 18. Crazy, they never knew. So, after hearing this, I told her we missed a lot by not knowing she's my mother. And I told her I understand that she did the right thing. I pulled out an it's a boy sign from the picnic basket and some snacks for a late baby shower and we hugged for an hour or so. Had a lot of fun, watched a movie, and then I headed off to my parents' adoptive parents' house to have dinner with them. What, so you're still living with them? And they don't know? Oh my god. I'm glad she's my mother. I feel for the first time in years, complete. I don't care that she lied because she did it for the greater good and i honestly can't imagine my life right now if she didn't thanks guys for helping me get my feelings straight and helping me to mentally cope with everything that happened wow a truly mental story to start off today's episode i can't quite believe what i've just read the good news i guess is that you're happy with the conclusion to the story you you get why she lied in the first place and um yeah it was all for the greater good really i do have to say though the fact that you've just gone to your adoptive parents house for dinner and they don't know that The people that they thought they adopted, the siblings they thought they adopted, are actually a mother and a son. 
is mental. I feel like you really ought to tell them. I know it's not my place, but I feel like you owe them at least that. I think my girlfriend has been trying to get me fired from all my jobs. I'm shaken. Please help me. I am a 24-year-old man, and I've been with my 29-year-old girlfriend, let's call her Janice, for two and a half years. I just finished my education when we started dating, and I've been doing all sorts of jobs since, sometimes two at a time. I did this to expand my resume and gather job experience. I worked in cafes, bookstores, a library, a grocery store, and as an English tutor. Most of these jobs lasted about three to five months. My shortest stay was two and a half weeks, my longest eight months, but since I didn't have a hard time applying for new positions, I tried to block it out though it was kind of eating me up internally people called to complain about me people left bad reviews about me people use my employee wi-fi access to look up sketchy things on the internet under my name former employees called to inform them about me right name and all and much more subtle stuff that i couldn't disprove but i was too anxious to do anything about it i just told my girlfriend she comforted me and supported me every time i got my life ruined by these people but i kept going though they kept finding me Fast forward to this week. I currently hold a part-time position at a bakery. I've been working there for two months and a half. It's going okay, but my manager approached me about something regarding our Google reviews. Someone was complaining about an employee and their description could only really fit me. It was on a day where we were pretty short of staff, so I could have been the only person in the store on that day for all I know. Anyway, their review contained some pretty elaborate and nasty comments about me. This has happened on one or two of my jobs already. I told my manager that it was all pretty bogus and that someone had a vendetta against me as it's happened before. She believed me and told me that she'll dismiss the comments. On my break, I checked out the review myself. Their username was kind of stupid. I'm not going to type it out here since I still work there, but I'll just call them Mick Myrtle as it was in the same range of sounds kind of fake, but not really. Anyway, I come home, but I don't tell Janice about it. She's heard it all before, so I didn't see the point in complaining about another time I almost lost my position. We chat, all is well, and she leaves the room. Her phone is on the table and suddenly she gets a notification or an email of some sort from Google. I don't remember what it said exactly, but the pop-up read something along the lines of Mick Myrtle, manager has responded to your review. My heart dropped. I've been trying to ignore it since. This was two days ago. It just fit in the picture of bad reviews. It fit in the picture of the phone complaints my workplace has received about me in the past. It fit in the picture of all the sketchy things I've been fired for. Why would she do that though? I'm looking for an explanation. This literally can't be. She's the only thing keeping me sane. I don't know what to do. And then just a couple of weeks after, we got this update. First of all, yes, we broke up. That's what I'll be referring to her as my ex from now on. Anyway, let's start from the beginning. On the Monday of the following week, I couldn't take the uncertainty anymore. I told my ex I needed her booking account to book a train ticket to visit my dad for a few days. She complied. And when she was in the shower getting ready for work, I booked my ticket and started looking through her emails. After some digging, I found an email to herself which contained a spreadsheet file. I sent the file to myself, printed it out, and took a screenshot. Why? Well, that spreadsheet contained about every single piece of information about me that there was. Numbers, emails, passwords, work times, colleagues, their numbers and social medias, as well as some emails and passwords that she used for accounts to ruin my life with. Everything was on there, conveniently sorted for her to ruin my life as efficiently as possible. When she left for work, I decided it would be best to immediately pack my stuff. Nothing that mattered would be left behind. 
I felt like a wanted man, like I was being hunted despite nothing being seemingly out of place. I called my boss, told her I'd be taking some time off from work and headed out to see my dad. Needless to say, he was the sanity I needed. I cried about everything I saw. I panicked for a whole two days straight about how my life was ruined and I didn't know what to do. He had to sleep on the couch in the guest room because I was so scared of my ex coming in. He handled it like a champ. I love you, dad. He called the police, a lawyer, and most recently a therapist for me because I was in the most horrible state of my entire life. Yeah, I don't blame you. We're currently sorting out the legal stuff. I haven't talked to my ex except for letting her know it was over and that she is a sick psychopath. My dad handled the rest. I changed all my passwords and now I'm looking for a place to live. Yeah, dude, you're absolutely right. Psychopathic is the word that comes to my mind. How sick and twisted do you have to be to do this? I don't even get why she was doing this in the first place. If you've got any ideas what her motive might have been other than just clearly being a sick and twisted individual, comment down below. Maybe she was unhappy at your jobs or something. But you know what? No, I'm not even going to try and give any logic or reason to explain her actions. They're inexplicable. What's she doing? incredible and also like that is gonna screw you up mentally and i'm not surprised that you're in a terrible place right now because i would be too the one person that you trust the most that you tell everything to she does this behind your back she's the one that's actually inflicting this damage on you and causing you not to have a job long term how is that gonna affect you my brother awfully that's the answer your dad's a legend oh my god i can't quite believe what i've just read even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Am I the jerk for giving my stepson a 20-minute time limit to return my car before I phone the police? I am a 34-year-old female doctor, and part of my job entails being on call for one to three nights a week, twice a month. My fiancé, Dale, who is 30, has been saving with my stepson's mum to buy him a car for Christmas. My stepson, Rex, who is 16, has a license already, but always has to borrow his mum's station wagon or his dad's beat-up pickup truck. His mum's car is lame and embarrassing, and his dad's can only hold one passenger. Not practical for a teen. On to the main conflict. Rex texted me yesterday, around 12, asking if he could borrow my car after school. His friends wanted to go to the mall, but the bus route is too long. Could they borrow my car? I texted back as, sorry, but no, I'm on call again. Can you ask your mum? He says no. I told him sorry, but my answer is still no. I'm sure you'll find a solution though. Ask your friends and you can all figure it out. If you see where this is going, you're less shocked than I am. I was up in my office, the room where I keep my switch, sewing machine and laptop, so not an official office, when I heard Rex and his friends downstairs after school. I was going to see if they needed anything, but they left after a few minutes. An hour later, I went to the kitchen, cleaning up the empty bottles and wrappers from their snacks. I saw the spot where I left my keys empty and I began to panic. First, I bolted to the door. My car was gone. I immediately dialed my stepson. He picks up and it's obvious he's in a mall store that's playing loud music. I told him to get his butt home now and he laughed and said that I'm not his mum. He'll be home whenever he pleases. Now, I'm not proud, but then I told him that he has 20 minutes to get home or I'll call the police and report my car stolen. Rex panics and said he couldn't find all of his friends and drive home in 20 minutes. I told him, tough. 10 minutes later, I get a text that he's in the mall parking lot and will be home soon. I phoned Rex's mum and informed her of his stunts. She was madder than me when I told her that I was on call. She apologized and promised to talk with Rex and Dale ASAP. 
Rex came in, threw me my keys, and locked himself in his room. Dale finally came home around 8 and said he'd been on the phone with his ex. He demanded to know why I'd punished his son. I put my foot down and explained that I'm on call. That means I need my car. Rex stole my car. But Dale disagrees. His ex agrees with me and decided that she won't be buying Rex a car anytime soon due to his entitlement. Dale thinks that I'm making a big deal out of nothing. I didn't end up going into work, so why did I have to threaten Rex? Well, I've only gone in twice this year while on call. But just because nothing happens doesn't mean that I'm always clear. Rex is now grounded. My fiance is barely speaking to me. He asked me when I'm going in today. I'm not. And if I'm going to apologize. I'm not budging and I'm still angry that he doesn't understand. So, am I the jerk? Now, I think we can all agree that the answer here is pretty obvious. Obviously, you're not the jerk. Your car was literally stolen. Of course, you're allowed to report that and then be angry at the person who stole it. Doesn't matter who they are. But what is more interesting is the update and what happens next in this story. So, apparently, Dale reads through this subreddit on his work breaks. He texted me a link to my post during his dinner break. A short time later, I first received a call from Rex's mum, who said that Dale called her and ranted about how I made him look bad online. She told him that she doesn't give a flying F because he didn't react the way a good parent should. Dale was so furious that he told her that he'd be calling his mother to see if someone actually cared about his feelings. But Dale's mother handed his butt back to him, good, and reiterated to Dale that he was not an active part in his son's life until he was six, so he's got no leg to stand on. Dale tried to complain about how everyone was being unfair to him, but she shut him up and told him that his son did something wrong, and this is not about punishing him for being a bad father. Dale returned home a little while ago, about an hour earlier than he usually does. He looked defeated, but he was still short with me. He said he was disappointed that I posted and now everyone who knows will think he's a joke and a bad father. I didn't think this conversation would end up with my ending the engagement and relationship, but it did. The house is all in my name, so Dale is packing up his stuff and crawling back to his mum's house. The wedding wasn't set, so no money or time lost there. Dale said so many things that I don't even want to write down. This is not the man who I've known for four years, and I'm honestly shocked at how selfish he is. He said my doctor money would have to buy Rex a car to make up for all the hard feelings. I'm astonished at how delusional he is. I'm done with this account and will not be returning. So there you go. Uh, That is a story of how a Reddit post ruined an entire relationship. I say ruined. It's for the best, isn't it? I don't understand Dale's entire like thought process here. All right. So your son makes a terrible mistake, right? Steals a car. That's fine. That's on him. Yeah, it doesn't look great on you as a parent, but why is he going all selfish on this? Why is he saying that, oh, you're making me look bad as a father? It's not about you. Just punish him the way you should be punished for stealing a car and then just move on with your life. Like, he's your child. You've got to take responsibility. It's not about you, though, as a parent. Like, do your job as a parent, but nobody really cares. Like, you guys listening right now, when you were listening to the first post right there, were you thinking throughout, oh, Dale's a terrible man? No, didn't cross my mind once. It's just the dad. I expect him to punish him and talk to him and the same with the OP did. Now, up until that point when he didn't do that, it was all good. So it's on him is what I'm trying to say, I guess. I don't actually know that made any sense. I mean, what we've really understood here is that actually Dale is extremely entitled as well. The comment about the doctor money alone shows that. Um, So yeah, I guess something like this was always going to happen at some point. It's better that it did now and that you're not married to him. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.